be given to police, is it? So nope, no. Nope. I mean, you post it on the Sundog website. Yeah, it's going straight to Brent. Let's talk about Brent. <laughs> Um, just, so, so, Brent, yeah. <laughs> just so you know, Susanna and Craig and me and Corey and Preston are the members of the Note Stay group that's looking at a couple different things, um, performance reward and uh, innovation. And so this focus group itself is going to talk about some of the ideas we've had around the innovation programs. Um, the survey that went out earlier talked about... Uh, uh, recognizing performance and that type of stuff. So this one's going to be solely on focus, or solely focusing on innovation. Um, Susanna and Craig are observing; they are not participating. So what I want to hear is more from you guys, and I'm not going to be contributing either. I'm just going to be kind of leading you guys on in discussion here. All right. So I list the questions here, and the first one I kind of have is: uh, um, Can you guys think of? Or what programs can you guys think of that Sundog has offered in the past that encourage innovation? Chirp, chirp. Can I anybody think of any? Have we ever done an innovation I program at Sundog? We, to my, I'm not aware that we have. I mean, I think people have been rewarded when things have when they've done things, but I don't think it's in my understanding it wasn't part of a program, and I don't think the experts program is has any innovation. That I'm aware of. Three Force. Yeah, like. Explain. Oh, that's true. Tell me about what, what you that's think of Dream Force or oh, what about it or how that. Because you got to be, you got to try and come up with. Right. That's you true. know, something really really cool mm -hmm. that they will, you know. So that's almost like Salesforce's innovation program though, because they're giving you the opportunity to speak. Yeah, it's so not like we don't choose. Those you're getting rewarded by Salesforce. Right. But this is an honor reward. It's just. Right. Innovation. Well, it's. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Or like it's something that's allowed mm -hmm. to do yeah. rather than maybe promoted. Or, I mean, it may be promoted, but not necessarily a Sundog innovation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you, you said what program. I'm not aware of any formal or even sort of informal sort of. I mean, other than, you know, the white papers and whatnot where you can, for as many tweets or whatever you do, like this the experts program. Experts program, yeah. yeah. I would say that that's probably our closest thing to an innovation program. I know, you know, people have done things, mm -hmm. certainly, and have gotten recognized. Right. Could give some that's examples. That's Well, I think Craig Craig's um, crazy camera joyride to mm -hmm. the stratosphere or whatever, and... Um, We've done, you know, I know we've done cool stuff for clients, some virtual reality stuff, and, um, you know, like uh, video group, you know, they're doing cool stuff, and but, again, nothing formal or... Is that client project-driven, though? More than maybe, like... Sometimes. You know, more of, you know, we are we have a cool idea that we pitch to a client and then they get paid to do it because it's a project. Yeah. yeah. Rather than maybe right. in innovation on their own or on the side or in a, like, right. right. And like sometimes, that's a good point, the sometimes mobile, we do we innovate. Did the, we did the mobile app for, for Stanford, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was cool, but that was paid for project. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is part of a mm -hmm. project. Okay. <clears throat> um, so what I'm hearing back from you guys, I'm just reiterating what you're saying to make sure I'm hearing this right, is that 
Um, as a group, we're not aware of any formal informal programs that Sundog sponsors that encourages innovation. That innovation tends to be more client driven or something that people have done on their own. Is that what you guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna pass this out. I want you guys to take a moment to read this. Never said anything about reading. Yeah. This is gonna be math later. I got seven minutes. Read quick. That's great. Everybody, another minute or so. You can continue reading as we go through. Um, what I passed out to you is an early version of the incubation program that we came up with in our notes day group. Um, this is a stripped down version, so not everything that we had talked about in our group is actually in this. The purpose is we don't want to lead you on in any in any of your opinions as we talk about it. So I'm going to ask some questions and gather feedback about this particular program, and that will affect how we kind of finish it out and round it out before you present it to the rest of the company. Uh, the first question, and this is for everybody, so jump in. Do you guys feel this program would be successful and why or why not? I feel like it would be successful if it could always get to that implement phase. I feel like it wouldn't be successful if there was no reward for you to get, you know, to phase through phase two and just not be able to get to phase three because the client just doesn't want it. You know, so if you can't include it into a, an actual billable project to a client or sell it to them, it still might be an awesome idea. They might just not want it. So there's no reward for at least coming up with a great idea. There'd have to be some sort of scoring on at least the work that you did. Okay. There could maybe be like a tiered like reward structure yeah. depending on how many phases yeah. you get through because like I agree with your point that if you don't at least reward 
Did I miss the reward? Yeah, I didn't see it. There is no mention there's, of, there's the, no of mention reward, reward in, here. in this one particular, but mm -hmm. you know, go down this train to of thought. Be successful. Well, uh, kind of. I mean, I think the general message here is we're trying to reward for mm -hmm. people being innovative. So I guess I just I took that as an assumption. I'm sorry, Amanda. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, well, my time's up. Well, but it also <clears throat> says in the first part, in the first paragraph under how it works, that it has that it needs to have potential benefit for the company, um, not necessarily for a client. Then if and when you might find it beneficial to the client, then you would potentially implement it. I mean, because something could have something that's beneficial to us today, but maybe a client doesn't want it until next year, next year or something. I don't know. That's how I'm reading this. It says it's, it needs to be benefit for the company and something that we leverage on expanding on something we don't already have. Is I, that a fair understanding? Because then that would get you through too. This might also um, limit to kind of development teams rather than non-billable people. Um, or there's people that aren't very Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think that um, you know, Sundog might also be a client if they had an, a different idea of doing PSA or something like that. That um, that would be an innovation that would help everybody, but it might not be something that we can present as an end product to. Oh, I see. Your yeah, your like point is yeah, that's the first thing that came to my mind was like the priority spreadsheet. Well, yeah, or or even um, mm -hmm. you know. Tina despises her accounting software. If she wanted to try out a new accounting software and she found one she really liked and she wanted to show everybody how to use it and Sundog used it, would that be an implementation or would that just be something internal that nobody knew about? What do you think it should be? Well, I think that if it's, um, if she presented it this way, I think that Sundog should be considered a client then. Mm -hmm. so, I think the innovation can be internal or external. I yeah, don't think it I has think to so. be. I don't think that everything is necessary, necessarily applicable to a client, especially not immediately or in maybe the foreseeable future. I think that we'd love for our clients to get there, but I'm not sure it's realistic if we want to promote innovativeness mm -hmm. to base it off of where our clients are at with their innovative adapt adaptations. Okay, I agree. I think this is too restrictive, and it it. it um, maybe prejudice prejudices put, puts a prejudice on you know we only value client billable work is what is the message and we don't want to say that I kind of feel like <clears throat> while I agree with bullet point that billable work needs to come first I think it might be beneficial to say to people you have 20 hours to use this year in an innovative sense, and although it can't come when we're extremely at our capacity with billable work, it's important to us that you take those 20 hours to grow or develop or research something new, or rather than just constantly, you know, well, you can do 20 hours, but it has to be between 5 p.m. and 8 a.m., or whatever that looks like. Um, I don't really think that by saying you have to do it almost, almost on your own time is necessarily backing a program. I would agree with that. 
and in fact, that's one of the first things I thought of is like, uh, well, it's you're nice, gonna, you're but never gonna get count me out. Right. <laughs> you know. Honestly, I would. Oh, sorry. oh no, go ahead. I was just saying, if you if you want to partner with some other people, in right. Department yeah. work too. That's what I was going to say. I think we should be able to have a, a team of people because what? Let's say you have a great idea, or I have a great idea, or so we think so. Well, I'm not going to be able to execute on it. I might not. I'm not going to be able to create it. But so we might go to someone else and say, "Hey, what do you think? Will you help me with this?" And then maybe you'll have a team of two or three or four. Could be a team of people. Yeah. But when you first read this, it says, you know. That owner's manager, it sounds like it can only be a one, you know, it's one owner, one manager versus yeah. multiple managers and a team well, task how, or yeah, something. Yeah, I think that's how we, <coughs> we position ourselves as a team of people who bring unique insights into every project. And this doesn't take that. This says that you have to do your very, own thing, right. where I think we might get some of our best ideas pulling two or three or four team members from different areas mm -hmm. to really get something that's a better end result. And it may be done quicker, who knows, I don't know, but. Right. I mean, but uh, yeah, reading this, to me it's very, it's one person. One person from beginning to end, getting, managing. I want to continue down the same train of thought. I just want to introduce the next question to you, um, which you've actually already kind of moved on to, is what can, be added to this program to increase program success. And the one thing I also see <clears throat> is that it's kind of also comes back to the no sticker bondman, where the technology that we have in place today, like the infrastructure, could limit some of the things that we'd be able to do um, as far as being able to innovate. So, for instance, we don't have any physical servers or like a physical IBM chassis with VMware on flip on a new, new Windows server to test a new tool or something like that, you know. So I think we have our limitations and, you know, we're focused on being to where all of our technology is cloud-based, you know. So I can see us not being able to innovate in certain aspects. So and there could be a cost associated with some of the stuff that we want to do, you know, sure, a 30-day Yeah, so add add some funding, because there might need to be some money, not just time. And then, yeah, have a, reason, an approval process yeah. on if you know, we put yep. five to ten grand towards this program or something, three-step approval process or something. Yep. Okay. And, and I think kind of what we said before is allowing teams to do it would make it more successful, We just which we talked about before. Mm -hmm. As part of this question, um, a follow-up question to that would be, uh, what do you think would motivate people to participate in this program? Money or some sort of recognition. Release time. <laughs> explain. I explain call it release time. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a non-billable time that right. you're allowed to have. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. PTO. Everybody's. I think you have to ask. You know, not everybody is motivated. By money, sometimes people are. Yeah, I'm serious. As a yeah. pre, as a previous manager of a call center team, <clears throat> I had certain people that were motivated by time off because they were single moms and they wanted to be able to go to their kids' events. 
So having more time off was more important to them because they financially were fine. Um, so everybody's motivated by yeah, different that's things. That's me. So I, I, if you gave me right. a day or two off, that's yeah. way more valuable than you know. Yeah. So I think um, bump in my paycheck. Or maybe whatever. there's options. Maybe you can pick. Yeah. You can yeah, pick if from all, if this. All you know, approximately the same. It doesn't matter if it's right, eight if it's hours or yeah. Right. Know, I think maybe having a choice because be. then people could choose. If some of these were implemented, let's say the money recognition, release time, PTO was all part of this, um, would each of you personally participate in a program like this? And tell me why or why not. I'm not sure how innovative project managers can be. <laughs> to be honest, I don't, I don't know that this falls necessarily under my... <clears throat> depending on how broad innovation could be, if it could be like learning a new skill set for me, an innovation for me personally so whether it you know could be a training on a tool that I don't really understand or something it depends on and that falls on more under like the training and development than innovation so I'm not sure how close like those are tied but I don't necessarily think that and this is just me speaking for my whole team which isn't really fair but I don't know how it would affect a lot of sixth floor I think though that if going back to what Sarah said if we consider PSA like, you know, look at the way you guys use PSA. Well, what are your challenges? Um, you know, we've, we have the faster timesheets thing, you know, now on PSA that I like that. Maybe maybe how you do what you do or you're responsible for in PSA, you, you can be innovative to impact that. Yeah, as long as tools you, that do your like job or if you find extra other tools. Right. Piece came out. Yeah. Yep. I think there could be. And the team you, aspect too. If we were, yeah. Yeah, the same. Yeah. Right. Team of people, you're going to want someone to help with just collaborating with everyone and putting things together and you know, smart sheet or PSA tasks if you want to task things out or something like that. And I think another way, um, let's say someone comes up with you know a new idea, okay, and it gets implemented to a client. Let's say that particular idea makes Sundog fifty thousand. Let's say someone comes up with this totally crazy idea that makes them about a million dollars. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking way ahead here. Maybe, maybe there's a different reward for a really good idea compared to just an idea that got implemented. Okay. I also think um, as the development team we've tried even just recently to, to do things like whatever Salesforce lightning training whatever and we got three times in and then nobody has any time anymore to do that and so to if we were going to move forward with a tool that everyone's going to use it kind of has to be adopted by everybody you know and, and even if it's there's one master expert. I don't know that um, that the whole company would know who to go to for that. And so, how would we? It would be helpful if there was a way to like educate everybody, whether you were at the presentation or had read the white paper or whatever, um, to to let everybody know that this was an option now and. and 
are working off bugs or whatever, because that's another thing that I think that we've found um, working with new tools in like Expression Engine or something that we say, yep, we're going to use it on a client project, and then it curse blows, and um, that's dangerous too. I mean, not that we shouldn't be doing that, but at the same time, to have a, a, sex, a, a successful implementation is is different internally. Thanks, Paul. No problem. Um, I got recorded. <laughs> successful. I wasn't going to laugh, but then I was like... Um, you know, doing it internally when everything is is perfect is completely different than doing a client implementation when there's things that can change all along the road. Okay, I'm going to change this up a little bit and say, um, looking at some of the things that, that we had said before uh, for this one, that would you participate? And we said that money, recognition, and release time, and PTO was all part of it. Okay, now those are not part of it. Um, let's say this is, there is no um, external, external factors saying if you do this, you're going to get money. If you do this, you're going to get PTO. It's, it's simply a... Um, this is an innovation program that's presented as a career piece. Would you still participate, or would you be? As long as I have time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me more. Because for like, what was it? DP three. I was. I would work. I would work here, and then I'd go home and work at night. So, even my spare time was working on work. So, there's no time to work on it. You know, hopefully that's not always the case. Um, yeah. You know, we all have, we all have those, those times. Yeah. Um, Would it be treated then as kind of like a certification then, you know, as far as moving forward in your career? Would, that, would that help you participate to that? Well, I think, um, it, if that was the way that you were being recognized other than, yeah, great job, nobody cares anymore, you know, you did your presentation and now we're moving on. Um, I think that if it meant, you know, my yearly goal, I met something in my yearly goal and this was one of them, that would be a, a motivator, but I think if it was on some kind of level like certification, um, that would be helpful as far as kind of proof that you had done something above and beyond? I don't know. My, my opinion is um, time is the most limiting factor. Mm -hmm. If you look at what was done for um, Dreamforce and the customer compass and so on, <clears throat> you know, I, I this is just my opinion again. There's no fact to back it up other than I think if this had been, you know, two years ago when we were all really busy, jammed to the gills, billable, and we're trying to get new staff in here, the reason why we were able to do so much is we had people that had free time and were able to dedicate and focus on it and get it and do something meaningful. Um, but when you don't have that available time, you know, everybody has great intentions and people are passionate about something, but it's just literally... It's not going to happen if you can't focus on it for some, you know. Mm -hmm. And and I don't, you know, and some things are small and some things are big and some things are going to take 
significantly more time. So that's just my, you know, my perspective. I know for me personally, the, the recognition and the spiffs and perks and all that, that doesn't motivate me. I, you know, if I have an idea or something I'm passionate about, I want to do it, but I literally can't because I just don't have time to do, you know, because I... But that's <clears> when maybe, you know, that you are still rewarded in some way, but you can pass it off to someone maybe who has, you know, and go within that team effort or something. And I think what happens is that people build, um, we build, like, okay, so I, I don't know what Craig was ever rewarded with, whatever, for his, his things. Personally, I'm sure a lot of personal reward. But, um, you know, you, but we look at, at least I do, I, when you think about people who can do things, you think of Craig or you think of someone, I think that helps us to just internally to go, oh, well, this customer wants this, whatever, well, so-and-so can probably do it because we've, but it, I don't necessarily think it should be one person. It could be a team of people that actually achieved this. Um, because if we, also I think we shouldn't limit this to be, I think the, <clears throat> what happens when you get down into the share, the white paper and the tech talks, you're eliminating fifth floor. Mm -hmm. right? Explain. Because of the word tech, it's a tech talk. I think we all, we per perceive that as it's a technical talk. Okay. So let's, let's cross It's not that about out. the new, it's not about whatever their world is because I'm not creative. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's change the word you know, to just um, talk to make it yeah. say white paper talk or presentation. When we had, when we had like Monday fun day, mm -hmm. the tech team felt like we got shafted because we, are we going to show just 2,000 lines of code? Super sexy, you know. And I think that's sexy. <laughs> but you know, just the rest. If it's not a visual representation, nobody really understood what you were talking about. So, so I think that that we've had the opposite situation before, where where it was a meeting all about all of the new things that the creative team is doing, and then somebody from whatever analytics or whatever got up to talk about their new tool and everybody was like oh my gosh look at the time <laughs> so so maybe we need different types of programs based on that's possible different areas of the company or different um or just I, different, I don't know like just options different within the same program they right maybe same follow the same format and same mm -hmm. structure but kind of opening up the realm of deliverables topics right. what constitutes as innovation Right. Can you go down that path a little bit more for me, and let's maybe hear from some of the people on Fifth. What would, what are ways this could be uh, tweaked a little bit to make it seem more inclusive? You know, right now it does skew pretty tech, I think, and for for some of the things we work on, um, I think we definitely need to partner with Fourth um, in terms of we might have a great idea, but in terms of what's actually possible or how to do it, we might not know where to start. So I don't know. I think some of it's having that availability too in terms of the time and just that openness, I guess, that we can contact someone like Craig who's busy with billable work or, or just knowing that that's an option, I guess, for fleshing out different ideas. I think, yeah, I think for things that are really innovative, like content-wise, I think or anything we could do that would really be considered innovative I think in the traditional sense, we probably would have to partner and with somebody in more 
tech-oriented role where we would kind of do the, uh, or provide the content or the, the copy side of it. Um, that's still an option now, so you don't want to come in with an idea. Because, <laughs> like, regardless of what happens, I don't care what <laughs> Hey, you're just observing. I well, over there. That might not always be true in all cases. I guess just when I, just off the top of my head, trying to think of like what kinds of areas our team can go in. Would this kind of would this fall under, say, um, designing a logo for a nonprofit? Would that be something that would qualify? Like, I'm just trying to think of th fifth floor qualifying events, and that comes to mind. But you know, something that we could develop and potentially pitch as almost as in like a, as a donation type of a thing where um, so it might not necessarily you know come back as billable client work but it would also kind of fund the goodwill of Sundog is that something I mean maybe for love dog needed something like a poster or you know what I mean like maybe there's some way to kind of involve all of what we do in an innovative way. So if it's a website, so then we've got design, we've got wireframes, you know, maybe, I mean, if it was something where we adopt an organization and run with them from front to back, then we're engaging every level of what we do and we're trying to get in that, it allows everybody kind of the opportunity, we've got this, it's a project, so it kind of is a goodwill thing as well, but, you know, the other side of that point is, I mean, we've kind of done that with Lewis and Clark, but I think at the same time, it can't always be pushed either. Hmm. You know, there's a there's got to be a balance between you have to do billable work versus we need to do, you know, allow people to innovate and allow that as well. I think the billable work is a huge hindrance to a lot of things. Shannon actually um, and Adam both actually did our um, our nonprofit's um, poster and and postcards the last two years for an event mm -hmm. on their own time, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about Lewis and Clark too or other nonprofits um, that we participate with. Um, that's a good idea as well. But I guess we didn't answer the question though, is that considered right. Is, is that a right, is that an interview? Like what know. counts? Right. Would you guys as a group consider that to be something that would go through the innovation program? Is there another program, like a philanthropic program, that would be more appropriate for it? And you, you tell me. I think if you can come up with a new brand logo or brand something. I don't think it means, yeah. I don't think that there, I don't think that. Smaller can be big. I don't think that we have anything else that we fit under now. I mean, I don't know if that's the answer. That I mean, I don't think that it's. I don't think that you have to fit it under one thing. If somebody came up with a an app, right, like a mobile app for, for a little dog where you could list your dogs and you could flip through it on your phone, like, what's available, right, Craig? I mean, you know, content, okay, done. <laughs> Team project. <laughs> you know, but I just, I don't know that we necessarily have to limit to Sanford's or Ottertail's or Bobcat for what that implementation might, could look like. Do we think, do you think that um, that our unaware our unawareness of other clients needs like I don't have any clue what the others that you just mentioned other than Bobcat would potentially have a need for so then 
you're either only thinking of, if you're thinking of something that could be implemented to your clients, you're only thinking of the ones that you work with or you're aware of. So that's a bit limited. Again, I think it goes yeah. back to the team. I think, and that Same came up a lot, I think, in my notes, my original notes day group, where we talked about how people are so siloed with the clients that they work with that they don't necessarily have. We might be missing really great things. I mean, so my portfolio is like 20 clients. So I might have 20 clients that could really benefit from something that you know, but you don't know that. Right. You know, so there's this, do we, is, is innovation rotating people to work on different things? Is it just giving them a new flavor or a new taste for, you know, for a time period where you're just removed from what you're doing and you know kind of dropped into this other environment that sounds really probably scary for some of you <laughs> for me it sounds really exciting but um but you know but i mean you but there are just there are things that we i think internally we've cut ourselves off from innovation by not allowing other people on certain projects well i think it's a, a if i think about it, i think it's a restriction of people of, of our yeah, it'll be. It's a hindrance. It may. It may contribute to this not being successful. I guess would maybe be a better way of saying it. Um, okay. Because of our own limited world. So can I ask you a question, Mr. Notes Day Leader? You can, but I honestly probably won't answer it. Um, to me, the word innovation is a bit loaded. Okay. Um, I have a preconceived idea of what innovation means, mm -hmm. and some of the discussion we've been having sort of, in my mind, exposes, you know, there's some different ideas. What, is, what does innovation mean? Mm -hmm. So can we define innovation? What, what did the group intend, or what is, you know, what's, what's the hope? I'm reading through this first paragraph and trying to glean out what, you know, what does innovation mean? The definition of innovation is something that's important to our group. Um, but I'm not going to share that with you right now. I'd rather get feedback from you to tell me how, what you guys think of when you see innovation. And the follow-up to that question is, when you read through this, is there something other than innovation that better describes this program? So I'm with you, David. I think, to me, innovation is like tech and cutting edge and really like new ideas. I, I don't know if that's what you think, but I, I also have kind of like this pretty narrow view. Of, and I think part of what I'm trying to figure out is how to make this fit with people that don't fit that mold that aren't on this floor. Is it like an entrepreneurial mindset? Or it's not even, I don't like that word necessarily either, but I mean something that... Thinking outside the box. It, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I struggle with where, where do we define? Because it may, if, if innovation is more technology focused, which in my head it is, it doesn't fit necessarily with up from here. That's uh, one of the goals is to make this not technology focused. So, uh, give me some feedback on ways we could change this to make it less technology focused. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jen. Oh no, I mean I guess when I think of innovation too, I think of something that hasn't been done before. But that gets harder, I think, in terms of the creative teams, and obviously you're trying to do something new and different. But that's also just part of what we do. <laughs> So, but what would was, make it special for this? Um, if there was a, I don't know, animation program or something that somebody wanted to try out and see if it worked better than whatever we use right now, or if there was a new video editing program that they wanted to look at, I think that that would be, that that would fit in this description of what um, innovation is. 
Um, so I think that the creative team would have um, places to do that, but I don't know other than um, kind of going out into newer, fancier, whatever, either, either agencies or whatever, and seeing what's, what's the best new program or what's the best new, if, if people aren't using Agile, like what's the best new way to do project management, something like that, that, that someone's going to try with like limited scope to see if it works for people or not. To me, that, that is innovation. And to me, innovation is taking bits and pieces of, of like core research and new something that's been done, some technology that's emerged, and okay, now how do we use this in a practical, you know, profitable way? That To me, that's innovation. And it can be ideas, process, technology, you know, um, you know different ways, and take, mixing things up and doing it in a way that nobody's thought of before or nobody's ever used before in this particular way. Or, you know, it's not necessarily inventing new things, uh, although it could, could be that. You know, like I distinguish pure research and development and innovation. You know, we're not going to do what I would call research and development. That's what guys at Intel and, you know, like core research. But we take what they've done and we say, hey, we could use this for in a completely different way nobody's thought of. And that's what innovation is in my mind. And that works best when you get people like this. This is a very mixed group. Mm -hmm. The only way that works well, I think, is you either get a genius, right? And they can do it all on their, on their own, or you get a few really smart people together that are close to genius, and together they have genius. Mm -hmm. That's... I think to add right on top of what you said, the term I like to use a lot creating value-added business solutions. So I know we're looking for some sort of catchphrase, but we're looking to add value yep. to our clients or our potential clients. So you're, you're, we want to create new solutions, not necessarily like, I know innovate can be oftentimes associated with technology, just innovating in general. So that we shift that word towards more of like creating solutions. Solutioning, yeah. But part of innovation I think is anticipating the problems before they happen, you know. There's a, there's a bit of chicken and egg involved in innovation. And you don't know until you try. Which kind of things, you know. The other thing I think Dave that you touched on is that I don't I think that um, I think often within the word innovation is that you think the end product is something tangible. And I don't think that's always the case. It mm -hmm. can be how you do something or how you conduct a meeting or what, however you figure out how our cords can stay working. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> up the cords. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, oh, right? I mean, Someone has some <laughs> fantastic idea how to keep that from happening. Well, right. I mean, that I just because I think often innovation we think of something that's hard for deliverable thing. So yeah. I see this here. It's you money know, saving. Hmm? It's money saving if you. That's right. You know, time. Think of the time that we'd save if we could. It's working all the time. 
One of the components here, you know, the client impact and keeping Sundog on the cutting edge of industry. Um, I, I do think that's important mm -hmm. to, to keep in the definition or to understand. Um, because if we're not doing that, then we're just implementers, right? There's a difference between an implementer and an innovator. And an implementer just puts in what's already there. And we do a lot of that, right? Mm -hmm. But we want to be people who take what's already been done and, and mix it up and add, like you said, add value and do it better and new. And maybe sometimes it does include inventing new things. And, you know, we have written tools and things that probably could have been marketed, but because we don't really have a business model that has been good at that, you know, specifically technology tools, you know, we haven't really done that, but we could. So just as a side note, the definition of innovation is something new or different being introduced. So an introduction of new things or methods. So it really does, it is, and sorry, I go to the dictionary, but um, some of the synonyms as I was looking um, come across as addition, alteration, cutting edge, deviations, Latest thing, leading edge, mutations, newness. Let's have the mutations program. Mutation program. Mutations incubation. But I think it does, I, um, the scope of, I guess, maybe what some of us, myself included, think of it isn't necessarily what the actual definition is. So whether that's educating everybody on the actual definition of the word innovation or finding something that people don't have preconceived notions around. Anyway, sorry. No, thank you. I actually, I'll just make a comment. This is, a, this is just, again, my opinion, but I have sort of felt and sensed that Sundog has lost some of the innovative character that we used to have. I feel like we've become more implementers than innovators. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is because I go to my client and I find out they know more about what's coming and what's new and how to use it and so on than I do. And that's the bad thing. That's part of the personal problem. But as a company, you know, I think that's probably sometimes the case, right? I can see that for someone, especially like you, Dave, where you're working on a project that they had projected that they wanted to do six months ago. Six years ago. So now they're finally working on it while they're still out. They're the ones that are out. Well, it's because they're starting to go to Dreamforce now, and they never did that before. I can see where that would be very real. But, you know, I go back to the customer compass. To me, that's a form of innovation. We mixed up some existing tools, and we implemented a solution that adds value in some unique ways. And I think that's great. But that took a lot of time. A lot of time, yeah. A lot of people. And it hasn't fit phase three yet, really. That's a good point. Not with the client. Mm -hmm. right. I mean, if we don't consider ourselves right. That's right. Mm -hmm. I'm putting up on the board right here are some of the things that that you talked about as potential changes to the document you have in front of you. Um, if you can read it. 
So there are is release time, meaning um, excused from billable hours, a certain amount of time per week, month, annual, whatever. Money PTO and recognition after money and PTO reward upon hitting a certain phase, recognition of it, the ability to work with teams, having funding set aside to help with it, and not restricted to clients. Like for that basically that, that last dependency of a client dependency being removed. Um, what I would like each of you to do before you leave, um, you don't have to do it right now, is just come up with a marker and you're allowed to mark put uh, mark next to two of them, but only two of the ones that you think would be the most beneficial to this program. That's not to say hey, these are things that we're, we're going to bring back to the committee and we're going to talk about all of them. Um, I just want to know which ones you guys feel the most strongly about. So um, that's at the end. We have 12 minutes left. So I'm going to keep this open for just any open discussion on this program at all. So to Dave's point about clients kind of having maybe more knowledge around upcoming things, it strikes a question with me regarding, you know, you kind of phrased it as in the innovation bucket. And I don't know if it falls under innovation or like professional development. But I think that we've lost a lot of, maybe we should have two hours a week to read like articles or do, you know, like have that time that's out of our global goal to really stay up and up and, you know, on to the latest, what's happening, what are the trends, what, what's going on. And I don't know if that falls under, I don't know that that falls necessarily under the innovation, but I think it's, to what you're saying, I think that that's a point where we, where some people are so busy that they really, <coughs> If they want to do any of that, it is on their own personal time, and should it have to be? I also think that, that we've had a lot of focus in the last couple of years on efficiency rather than innovation. You know, we we had the tools in place to do it, so let's do it the same every single time, so that we don't have to try and reinvent it um, every time we get a new client. Um, so I I think that you're I think that you're right, David. That I haven't seen as much, I mean, we haven't been able to have tech talks um, and all of that based on budget, but at the same time, I think it hasn't um, given us an outlet for anything like this. And I personally, and I, I very possibly could just be me, but I don't read white papers that aren't sent to me, like, to review. So. Even if I see that someone has one out there, it's the last thing on my list. So it's you're ahead of me. I wouldn't even know where to go see one. Right. Where to look? So, I don't either. I have no idea. So it's a it's more of a okay. I'm waiting. Uh, I'm waiting to get project work, and I might have seen something that I wanted to go and you know check out. So it's it's kind of a an afterthought rather than what used to be. Let's see what we can do. Let's see how we can make this product we just spent, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get, and we need it to work, and we have to make sure that it works. Um, after spending all of that time specifically with like PSA stuff, um, I feel like it kind of burned us out on that innovative side, and kind of, okay, we finally got shit to work, <laughs> so now, don't touch it and just keep, you know, moving forward with the way that it's working right now. Um, not necessarily because we've been burned or anything, but just because we've been burned out, like <coughs> doing new things 
that were so out of our scope. But I, I agree with that. I would say that um, this, so three years, four years ago this month when I started here, I would say the first year was very different from that, um, from the tech talks, from the innovation things. Eric had, on our client services team, we had, um, we were reporting to Eric at the time, so on Fridays, I think it was, Friday mornings, we, what was that called, Dave? I can't think of what it's called, but. Know, like once you, a month. Once a month, we, we would, together. you would bring, you would, you would bring, uh, we'd bring up ideas of cool things you might have found, like, didn't have to be technical, let's say, but apps or this or that, whatever, like, fun things. We don't do that anymore. Um, and. I know I remember even in the experts like the experts program I used to read a lot of the stuff that Terry and other people would write for their just their blogs on our website I used to read a lot of that and I haven't in the last year I don't read much of it at all and because I learned you know and applied to my job stuff but I I, I don't as much anymore and I don't know you know so I think you I think you're hearing the <laughs> trend but um, I don't know what's what's what how, what contributes to that. I don't hear as much about the experts program. That just seems like it's not as much of a big deal as it used to be. Um, uh, and is it because we're busier now than we were four years ago? So then I had more time. I'm not really sure what it's all led to, but um, we don't have as many opportunities. It seems like to like you're saying to to show things and talk about things. But do you think that's driven by the fact that you have? However many hours per week that you're expected to fill. I literally, I mean, I'm literally thinking, am I going to come to this meeting or not? Right. That's or should I go do billable work? Right. No, and I, 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 I was this close to not coming. You actually <laughs> told me you weren't coming earlier. Well, that's because I was double booked, but those were also both non-billable, so it wouldn't matter. I'd be going, well, this time is going to be non-billable no matter what, so I decided to come. I'm glad I did. No, I, I agree. I think that that's a, it's a huge struggle within the team, even um, like from a project management standpoint, like obviously I'd love for you to build 10 hours a day. That'd be great for me and my timelines, right? But I think that from a personal health perspective, I don't think it's necessarily the right thing for people to be doing. Um, and I don't think it leads to you wanting to stay at a place necessarily when you are when you feel like you can't do anything except for client build work and pee twice a day or whatever it is that, <laughs> yeah. that really falls under that. Because at seven hours a day or whatever, I don't, I'm not sure what your team's goal is, but at seven hours a day, it really only leaves you two coffee breaks and chit-chatting for 20 minutes. There's not a whole lot of give there. And I think that when you start talking about, oh, one Friday a month here, one Friday a month there, one hour a week or a half hour in the mornings, you know, generally from my team, you're probably going to get, <gasps> right? But it needs it's a it's a culture thing i think at the root of it is how do we want our employees to feel and what's what's our focus right and now I'll, I'll comment on that i think i agree i feel like culturally the pressure to the billable hour pressure has increased you know i've been here um off and on now 11 years and um it, it's definitely gotten worse and and i completely understand I and mean, yeah, i agree we have to have that but I feel like this is this is a good thing and it needs to we need to figure out how to work it in without making it one more thing I have to do on my own time or on top of everything else because it won't happen I just don't Did you elaborate on the pressures came from or it's a, what, it's, what changed to make it 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just over time, it's got you. It, it's just much more. Um, you know, six eight years ago, there just wasn't that much. It, it just wasn't up forefront. You know, but we've we've drilled billable hour that that. We have incented ourselves to behave in certain ways because of the billable hour thing. I mean, literally, I was deciding, should I go to this or not? I didn't have to think about that before. I just would go to it, you know, right. just do it. Right. Yeah. And we still got the work done, and we still, you know, we were successful along the way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but to your point about the efficiency thing, I mean, we had to get more efficient because we were not efficient. Yes, I you know, agree. You know, mm-hmm. we... But I, I do think this is a good thing to start focusing back on. We've got to figure out a way to be innovative again. Because if we don't pay attention to that, it'll before we know it, we'll just be a, a uh, implementer mill again. Like I said. I don't, you know, I know it's not part of this program, but I'll say some of the things that I like that we do seem to support that I that I think people can do more of is let's, okay, so we support like the 35 and 35. I don't qualify for that anymore. So that's great. And, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, we do. We, and we publicly support it. And, you know, those people have time to go to that and do that kind of thing. And we support um, the content. Dean's, doesn't Dean do the content strategy, you know, in town? And that's a very well, you know, we've gotten opportunities from that. I think people should be rewarded for those things. I don't know how I'm, they are, but I'm sure he brings some of that back. Because like this, I was thinking, what if you participated in an innovation team made up of people outside of Sundog? You know, then you might get, come up with ideas of, because of how other people are doing that. You know, that, um, so. But I, those um, those just things come to mind because they're external and we're made aware of them. They do them on their own time. Um, I don't necessarily know about the reward ever, but I think things, I'm certainly, I would think people have brought things back to Sundog from participating in those things. Or when we did the um, teaching the classes at the theater or wherever, Trollwood, if there's other people teaching, I'm sure they learned things. I mean, I think there's other ways of getting ideas. Right, and what part of that falls under development versus innovation, I think is right. I think there's a lot of crossover and maybe maybe confusion and what qualifies, what doesn't, where does it fall under the silos that we've kind of given ourselves. I, I guess it, I think though that just, I guess participating in those things to me is, so I, is I agree, worthy I of acknowledging and that I, uh, because I do think that there's things that are brought back into our company that are Absolutely. made better from those things. Well, and even, you know, so I can only speak to the 35 program because out of what you've said, that's the only one I've done. But, I mean, it, you do learn so many valuable pieces and things and components that you bring to your job that maybe, you know, other people don't have or the experiences or the connections or just the, the conversations with people outside of what you do, I right. think, are extremely valuable. Um, but then and, could, and again, does that fall under development, you, or how is that yeah. classified as innovation? Right. But could you could take that though, and you could do I mean whatever you've learned and shared or whatever, and you could share share that, right? I mean beyond just your team or why not? Um, I think just thinking about things that don't necessarily fit right in this box are valuable for people to do. Okay, I don't want to cut anybody off, but I do want to say that it is five o'clock right now. So our hour focus group is up. If you guys have more ideas and would like to share more, uh, Susanna, myself, Craig, Corey Trick, 
Preston uh, are all willing to listen, you can email us, stop by our desks, chat with us, however you want to get that out to us. We'd be happy to listen to more ideas you have about this program or just like the open discussion we've had at the end here, we can bring that back as well. Um, before you leave, please don't forget to make your marks. And are there any questions that you have just from us as the, um, as the notes day committee that you want uh, us to talk about briefly? Did you know your microphone's unplugged? Son of a... Nope, it's not, because I can see my little chart going here the whole time. We have time. a task for this for Tony. Yes, I would... I can, <laughs> really? There is a task for this. I not fall under the billable requirements. Nope, I, there is a task. It is the notes day committee meetings. Okay. So, there is it. And I will actually... I'll add it to the calendar so you guys can find it easily. I'm sorry, I probably should have had that. So, we're supposed to mark two. Mark two. Two of what we think is... McGarry, you jerk. I couldn't spell monetary, and you caught me on it. <laughs> it was like M I tried it twice, <laughs> so I lost it out. It became money. So, of what we think would help it be more successful, be more successful. I'm sorry. Can we play the recording back? Um, I apparently did listen. Just these are things that we had talked about as being important additions to the, this program to this as program? listed. Which okay. ones do you think would be the most important to you? Thank you very much. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. I feel like you did a wonderful job. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Good stuff.